T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. DJ Pauly got the beats going Friday night. I forget. Uh, oh, this is our uh, ODB. <laughs> hey, third hey. Baby, I got your money. This was a classic jam when it uh, hit MTV. I was a wee lad. I was a little kid two-stepping to this. Your boy KM, Keith McPherson on the fan. KM to AM. This is a five-hour program. I'm a huge sports fan. Not like weight-wise. Weight-wise, I'm like, like 195. I'm not huge like that. But I, I like sports. Like, I like to talk about sports. I watch all of them. I've always watched them since I was a kid and would talk to anybody who would listen about sports. So thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Let's get back to the calls. But first, I did want to go through this uh, all-pro team. For the Jets fans out there that are sad about not making the playoffs, well, at least you have some guys that made the all-pro team, and you have some hope for the future, right? You have... Uh, a thought in your mind that this kid, Sauce Gardner, is the new Daryl Revis. But this kid that you took is the best corner in football. I saw Field Yates put out there, Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner as a rookie. First team All-Pro, first rookie cornerback to do so in 41 years. He's made the Pro Bowl. He led the NFL in pass breakups with 20. He only allowed one TD all season. Didn't allow a single TD in college and... He didn't give up that much yards. I, th- I think I saw a stat somewhere that uh, that many yards. He, he he only gave up 54 yards in coverage, in man coverage. That's ridiculous. And there is a uh, video floating around, and I remember seeing it live, of him frustrating Tyreek Hill. Because he just strapped him last week. And next thing you know, Tyreek's got an ankle. But really, he was just frustrated with Sauce. He was lost in the Sauce. He kind of like pushed Sauce, and Sauce just... Laughed at him, clapped his hands, nodded his head, like, yeah, I'm on you. Future is bright with that kid. Same thing for Quinn and Williams. Quinn and Williams is a pick that they've hit on. I, like The Jets are trending in the right direction, you know, hitting on picks. I know they can't go perfect. Zach Wilson is, uh, you know, he's still up in the air. If you ask me, he's cooked. I was thinking about Zach Wilson the other night. I was like, not only is Zach Wilson not an NFL-ready quarterback. Like, in two years, he had had not taken a step from uh, college to NFL. He regressed. But, like, not is it that he only, like, he, he can't, it isn't only that he can't read defenses and that he can't make throws. 
he's an injury liability. He's he's hurt both years. So what is good about Zach Wilson that the Jets are so steadfast on going through hell or high water with the kid? He's been hurt both both years, right? And that stunts your growth when you're hurt and you can't actually get reps and practice and play. And he took a step back this year. And, oh, and the icing on the cake is that the kid is arrogant. Or he was. Delusional. Looked at the media, told the media, nah, nobody outside of this room knows what they're talking about. No, there's a lot. It's just, it's just football. There's a lot of us that understand football. You don't know what you're talking about. You, you're looking in the mirror seeing uh, Joe Montana. You're confused, young man. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I didn't understand all season why Rob Sala attached himself to that kid. But moving on from there, NFL All-Pro team. Uh, I just had it up in front of me. Now I'm blanking on it. We'll come back to it. I don't know if you guys want me to actually read. Well, we'll go through the defense. Here's the defense I had up in front of me. Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, Chris Jones, Quinton Williams, Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, Matt Milano, Sauce Gardner, Patrick Sertan II, Minka Fitzpatrick, and uh, Tolano Hufanga from the Niners. I think that, I mean, they pretty much hit it. I know I, I said earlier that Max Crosby was a snub, but, it, you know, everybody can't make it. Everybody can't be on the team. And then first team all pro offense, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacob, Travis Kelsey. Excuse me, sorry, I had to sneeze. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Joe Bitonio, Zach Martin, Jason Kelsey. Sounds good to me. Makes sense to me. All pro NFL. Most of those guys will not be playing in the Pro Bowl in Vegas, but all right. Let's get back to the calls. Let's get back to the phones. My guy Jarvis up in Harlem on the fan. What's up? What's up? What's up, Keith? How you doing? All right. Hanging in there watching the Knicks. I think they should get this win tonight and not have to stress the end of the fourth quarter too much here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm not a Knicks fan. Um, I'm just watching my, my Denver Nuggets to play later on tonight on the doubleheader. Denver Nuggets? How'd you become yeah, a Denver Nuggets fan? 2006. Mello? 2006. Mello and AI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They went to the um, Eastern Conference. They went to the Western Conference Final back in 2009 when Mello played with um, Chauncey Billups, the big shot. Yeah, you know, they were cold. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, big fan of Nikola Jokic, you know, back-to-back MVP. But he's not going to play tonight, so that sucks. But hopefully we can win tonight. So Yeah, the, yeah. against the Clippers. We'll see if those, yeah. uh, those refs call a, a straight game. They were... Little suspect with the Lakers game the other night. Yeah, yeah, I, I fell asleep. I fell asleep on that game. Just I, I you know, watching. So it was, you know, it's a, but the Lakers lost in overtime. But you know, so you know. But anyway, yeah. Let's talk about. I uh, want to talk about the New York Jets and uh, what they need to do in the off season. They want to like make the playoffs next year and you know try to snap a twelve game drought of missing yeah, the playoffs. Twelve years. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully, but you know, I know, you know, I just try to make the wild card, but you know, they're not the team to be in the AC East. I mean, it's, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills. As long as Josh Allen is the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, they always going to be the team to be. And they're just trying to try to get to that five, six, seven, trying to get to a wild card, and uh, that's what they try to do. But uh, so they got to get a veteran quarterback, and you know who who's out there. So hopefully, he can make that move, and hopefully, then 
try to build this back together. So. Yeah. We've been talking about it all week. Obviously, Mike LaFleur was let go this week, and they parted ways mutually. But really, I think they fired him and it just hit the media the wrong way and didn't get packaged up the way they wanted. Whatever. Either way, you know, somebody had to uh, pay for this. Some Somebody had to be chopped, and uh, his offense was terrible. So he's gone, and they claim that other teams are looking for his services. I doubt that, but they need to be out there looking for an OC. And I feel like there needs to be a little more urgency on the OC than the mm-hmm. quarterback, you know, right. it doesn't have, have to happen, you know, in this playoffs, but you, you kind of would want to go get your guy before someone else could grab him up. The the offensive yeah. coordinator that comes in here is very important. I think it's... Yeah, they better, they better do it fast and quickly for, before they, yeah, somebody get, else is you know, it. Zero in if it's if it's Daryl Bevel, if it's Nathaniel Hackett, uh, some of these other names that have been floated out there, zero in on the guy, bring him in, and then go and figure out what quarterback you want in his system, what quarterback he has a relationship with, whoever that might be. And and that's, a, that's it. That's, those are the main two things. This is a team with a ready-made defense. This is a team with yeah. two first-team all-NFL pro players on defense. Yeah. It's the offense. Yeah. You, all, all you got to do is have a quarterback that can throw the ball to Garrett Wilson and hand off to Brees Hall, and they're going to win enough games. But, I mean, I said their schedule next year is tough. It's not a cakewalk. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you know, because, you know, these AAC conference teams, because you look at that West and the North, and you got the North, we got Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and and um, Cleveland, and the AFC West, you got Kansas City, L.A., and um, Denver, except for the Vegas, because Derek Carr's got releases, and um, the North looks kind of weak. I mean, you got tennis. You got ten, I mean, Tennessee and Jacksonville, and Houston and Indiana ain't going to be good. And the East, you know, so, um, you know, it's just uh, there's Buffalo team to beat. And the Jets still can't beat the Patriots because they lost 14 straight regular season games, can't beat New England. I mean, that's how how's that impossible? Because, you know, because Bill Petschek has got their numbers. I mean, so hopefully they can end a 14-game losing against New England so in the regular season next year. So Fingers crossed. No playoff mandate according to w- – Woody Johnson, and uh, we'll see what happens with this Jets all oh, season. That sounds ridiculous. I mean, how you send a message? How you send a message to the fans and saying things like that? that uh... Yeah, clearly, what the Jets say and what they do are two different things. Thanks for the call, Jarvis. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. I just had the hiccups and a cough at the same time during that call. I had my mic off. I need a second. <coughs> Paulie, help me out. Oh man. I'm like, I'm so a-, a fun note about sneezing. If you say broccoli before the, you feel the sneeze coming, 44% chance that you won't sneeze. Well, I, I wasn't sneezing, Paulie. I was coughing and then I had like a hiccup come up after that. I just did you the said broccoli take over. thing. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I did the broccoli thing and that doesn't stop the cough. And then the cough turned into a, a hiccup. Right, so broccoli, for a general note, broccoli, if you say it before you think you're going to sneeze, 44% chance you don't sneeze, some other news of the day. The Dallas Zoo was closed for almost the entire day because they lost a leopard. So they lost okay. a, they lost a leopard, and they couldn't find the leopard, and then they ended up finding the leopard at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, Dallas time. So, And they were they were dropping these tweets that, People in Dallas, if you're concerned, you should bring your pets inside 
like in case the snow leopard decides to have some lunch wow. and like snacks on a cat or something. How do you lose they l- a caged animal? Like, how how does that happen? I I, I haven't I, I have to do more research on that. So that I will do more research on and a sports related thing. The Mets and Pete Alonso uh, avoided arbitration. They agreed to a one-year, $14.5 million deal in 2023. That's the largest ever situation like that for a first baseman in history, trying to avoid arbitration. So the Mets and Pete Alonso, $14.5 million, which is probably a very, very good deal for them. So, And then same thing will happen, obviously, uh, next year. Awesome. Pete Alonso, when's he going to sign that big deal? We don't know yet, but $14.5 million for your boy, Mr. Met himself. The polar bear. Oh, man. I, I don't know, folks. I got the hiccups and the coughs, and uh, I'm a solo host. If you want, you can, you can, we, we can take the break now, and we can try to collect. We can, try to, we can take the break now if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Keith McPherson on the fan. I have the hiccups and the cough. I got to drink some water, try and scare myself or something, and, and shake this. Got to hold uh, the nose, tilt the, head, tilt the neck back. Bruh, this sucks. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. And we're back. And I think I'm good now. I think I'm all right. I don't want to jinx it. And then it comes back and I can't talk. (laughs) All right, we're good. Keith McPherson on the fan. About the halfway point of a five-hour KM to AM on a Friday night, Friday the 13th, Freestyle Friday, Football Friday, Friday night vibes. Hopefully you're chilling somewhere, doing whatever you're doing, and uh, enjoying yourself in the new year. Happy birthday if it's your birthday. I don't know. We're talking sports here. That's what we do. 1019 FM, your number one for New York sports talk. And obviously it's Super Wild Card Weekend, so that's going to dominate dominate the conversation during the break. I was looking at NFL.com, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about the Jets again with Quinn and Williams and Quincy Williams, the uh, brothers, the duo that they have. They put out a, NFL put out a picture of the duo or the brothers that are in the uh, postseason. It's crazy. They're on different teams. The Jets have brothers on the same team, just missed the postseason. But you've got uh, the Kelsey brothers for the Eagles and the Chiefs. you got the Bosa brothers. The Chargers and the Niners, the Diggs brothers from Buffalo and Dallas, and then the Cook brothers 
Minnesota and Buffalo. And it says, could any of them meet in the Super Bowl? So families with AFC, NFC brothers on playoff weekend. See, I just sneezed there. I, I don't think you heard it because I hit the button. But that's super annoying. <laughs> Did you say broccoli? <laughs> no, I forgot about the broccoli thing already. In the middle of the party, get off me. Uh, yeah, broccoli, 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 broccoli. Anywho, let's get to the phones and let other people talk so that if I have to hiccup or sneeze or cough, I don't have to do that on the mic in your ears. Let's go to Connor in Plainfield, New Jersey on the fan. Go for it, Connor. Hey, thank you. So the Giants, right? I'm not worried about them too much in the playoffs. It's about what happens after the playoffs because the Giants are really tough. Um, I expect them to at least make it to the conference final. But uh, it's really important that they don't do the Jets do, waste their, their first-round pick on, like, offense or something like that. I would say the Jets got to do this too, but just get as many second- and third-round draft picks as possible and get a bunch of offense alignment. I like uh, Anton Harrison on USC. Luke Whippler, center, Ohio State, declared for the draft. Um, just Can't get those guys get with third-round picks, but I hear you. Uh you know, looking at Tankathon, they have them taking a wide receiver, which is the obvious need. But, you know, you it's not always a guarantee that you're hitting on rookie wide receivers. Some of these guys are, are sure bets, like the Garrett Wilsons and Chris Olaves of the world. But it's not always a guarantee that you take a guy in the first round and he hits. So I'm with you on, like, stockpiling picks. Also, because Dable and Shane together were in Buffalo, where they built that, tre- that team through the draft. Like, not with all first-round picks, but getting good talent. Yeah. And I've been hearing um, Dave Gettleman give Gettleman credit for apparently he's been behind these draft picks, right? Now, the GM who hired our coach Dayball, all right, then just let Dayball make the picks then, like he did in Buffalo, if that's the case then. Let GM make sure he's not, we're not paying too much money like we did with uh, the whole, uh, receiver holiday. Yeah, just I think it's going it to be a group effort. The money. It's going to be a war room. And Dayball and Shane are – you know, they're homies, they're boys. They, they've been through some things together. So they, they'll probably do everything in unison together. They'll collab on it. It won't be one guy do it or the other. Uh, I just think that they have a good track record coming out of Buffalo with identifying talent that fits their scheme, drafting them, developing them, and then having them on their actual team starting where you don't need a bunch of free agents, you don't need to make trades. You you build through the draft. And a lot of teams that are able to build through the draft end up being pretty successful. It's uh, the easiest way and also the hardest way. Yes. Jets, you know, I mean, I'm not a Jets fan, but uh, I don't know. you got to slight Zach Wilson a little bit respectfully. Get like a seventh-round, sixth-round quarterback, maybe the guy from Utah, something like that. And lastly, I want to be the first person to say it on the radio, I want Aaron Rodgers in New England and giving it to the Jets. Give them what? competition. They, they, <laughs> I want Aaron Rodgers on the Patriots. But uh, thank you. Thanks for the call, Connor. Aaron Rodgers not going to play for Bill Belichick. Those two definitely not working together. Aaron Rodgers is going to finish as a Packer. He's not. He's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a few acts to grind. He had the chip on his shoulder. He's always had a chip on his shoulder. He was picked one ninety nine, um, but he wanted to go somewhere where else to prove Bill Belichick wrong, prove that the Patriot way was his way, that they they weren't uh, going to be successful without him. Proved that he could do it elsewhere. He picked his destination. He did it in Tampa. I think if he chooses his next destination, it's 
Miami. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is trying to be a mercenary quarterback elsewhere. Uh, I think he cares about his legacy. And if he does play another year, it's going to be in that Green Bay Packer uniform. He's not coming to the Jets. He's not going to the Patriots. He'll go into retirement before he goes to another team. He's been a one-jersey guy, and arguably he's the best quarterback they've ever had. So I think he's just going to hang it up maybe after next year. And I think him, when we talk about axes to grind and chips on their shoulder, he wanted to just keep playing multiple years after Jordan Love was picked. Like, okay, you drafted Jordan Love in the same draft class. Uh, They drafted Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is in his second year as a starter. 2020. 2021, 2022, 2023. They got to make a decision on Jordan Love. And Aaron Rodgers is like, I think I'm not done yet. You thought I was washed. You thought I was about to hang it up. You drafted this kid when you could have drafted me a receiver. And he's just sitting on the bench and no one knows if he's actually decent or not. Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer. He's the face of the Packers. He's been, he's won MVPs, won one Super Bowl. And I just, I don't know, all the talk about him going elsewhere, I don't see it. He's not, he's not Tom. He's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't care about the uh, Patriot way. He felt like he was the Patriot way. So he dipped and he did what he did and he won a ring and he's got seven rings like Ariana Grande. He's looking to get eight. He's not going to settle. I think he's going to play next year and who knows. He's a single man now. He's uh, not a husband anymore. He doesn't, you know, have to worry about that. All he worries about is football and his legacy. So as long as Tom can stand and as long as he's still got the arm, I think he's going to play another year, maybe two. I hate to say it. I, I I thought he was done in like 2017. I've been waiting for him to retire for a while now. I'm over it. It's just so corny to me. The Tom Brady stuff is so corny to me. It's so overplayed. We get it. We get it. We get beat over the head with this Tom Brady stuff. Even last year when he retired. Oh, he's coming back. Ah, oh, here we go again. Zig in Trenton on the fan. What's up, Zig? Hey, Keith. Happy New Year. What's happening, man? Happy New Year. Uh, watching the Knicks close this one out. And, yeah, uh, thank, thank God. We, we need it. We need it. But, uh, no, nah, I'm a gym teacher, and you were just having the hiccups. You are just having a little spasm <clears> in your diaphragm right there. Drink some water. Take some deep breaths. You'll be all right. In a few yeah, I, I did. I took, I took a walk, drank some water. Uh, was thinking about things, was holding my breath, taking deep breaths. I think I'm all right now. Yeah, you'll be all right. Um, but first, shout out to Eddie the Picks Jockey, the guy that calls into a, a Boomer and Geo in the mornings. He hit again with the Kent State minus three and a half. So Boom. Uh, shout out to Eddie. Boom. Counting. But uh, Cowboys, I heard you mention uh, we are going to wear the Bad Luck Blues on the grass on Monday. But you said we're wearing the white pants. So I'm a big positive vibes only guy. So maybe the white pants. Um, I'm trying Maybe to turn the page it. with you. I'm trying to be positive vibes only. I told myself that I was going to come in here and be positive and I was going to take the Cowboys, but I'm taking them. I'm just not positive. Exactly. But, hey, positive, we got to stay positive. So, uh, on to my Yanks point. Dodgers said they need a shortstop. Maybe, you know, we throw them IKF. You know, maybe one of our prospects. Maybe get something back in return. I'm a big fan of the uh, Bobby Miller kid they got, the uh, pitching prospect, the big hoss on the mound. So, late, um, we could strike a deal with that. Late, late yesterday, last night, Miguel Rojas was traded to the Dodgers. He's going to be their shortstop, I believe. I saw that. I saw that. But I saw something today come out. And then uh, I saw Hubs mention something about uh, IKF over there. But, hey, we can only hope. 
But uh, I just don't think anybody wants IKF. He was the apple of Brian Cashman's eye and no one else. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, stubborn Cashman, he's kind of set in his ways, won't want to get rid of him, but we can only hope. I also saw something today. They're saying it could be Pereira's job to lose at a uh... – oh, no. no yeah. Um, Peraza's job a... at short. Peraza. Yeah, Peraza. Excuse yeah. me. I was thinking of Pereira for coming into left field. I was about to make that point. But uh, anyway, yeah, Peraza. I hope Peraza let him stay at short. See what he can do. Hey, maybe kid wins rookie of the year. You never know. You never know. I don't think you will, but I, I'm excited to see him compete with IKF, him com- him compete with Anthony Volpe. So uh spring oh, yeah. training is, is is upon us quickly, you know. Oh. It, it'll be here in a month. Absolutely. I can't wait, Keith. But uh just want to say happy new year again. Take it easy, brother. Thanks for the call, Zig. Yeah, Yankees fans, call me up. I mean, not too much to report on the Yankees front. Frankie Montas agreed to uh, $7.5 million to avoid arbitration. Uh, what else did I have in my notes on the Yankee front? Yeah, I had the note about Peraza and it being his job to lose, whatever. Like, what does that mean? It's just like, I don't know. The Yankees kind of pissed me off with how they called him up late last year and then they forced him into action in the postseason. You know, I, I felt like they ruined Davey Garcia with how they called him up and he, he did look good and then they used him as an opener in the postseason, and they shouldn't have pulled that kid in favor of J-Hap, whatever. That's old news now, but uh, there's a parallel there with Oswald Peraza. Oh, now you need him to go. He wasn't even on the DS roster. You need him in the CS. It just looked like an organization that was trying to figure it out late, and the New York Yankees should have had better plan A, B, and C than that. Plan A should have never been IKF. Plan B was Oswaldo Cabrera. And then plan C was Oswald Peraza. And, uh, you know, you, you're throwing this guy in against the best team in baseball. You're throwing this guy in against a team that went on to win the World Series. Like, what are we doing? I would just hope that spring training this year, there are just clear-cut roles defined, winners of positions. Guys go in and, and p- compete every year in spring training to keep their job. Um, out in, in left field, if it's Pereira, if it's Hicks, if it's Cabrera, if it's any of these minor league contracts that were signed, whatever, I still think they can make a move there. They just might not see a move that they like in spring training and wait for the deadline. Uh, but I'm not worried about the Yankees. Like I, I've been saying, like they, they have time. There's no rush here. I guess it's getting closer to the time that we should be putting a rush on it. There's a month until spring training, and I would put a month after that as to when they should be making a trade. You can't bring a guy in here a week before opening day and expect him to be uh, ready to go in Yankee Stadium. You know, you want him in George M. Steinbrenner field practicing with those same dimensions, getting to know the guys, and uh, competing. If they're trading for a guy that's a clear-cut guy, that's one thing. But I just think that they're they're racking up bargain bin guys, and they want one of them to rise and win the job. And no one wants Aaron Hicks. No one wants Josh Donaldson. If Cashman can miraculously pull off a trade to get one of them out of here, I get them, I give them all the props. As much as I hate the trade that he made for IKF and Donaldson, it is what it is. He thought he saw something, and you know I've been saying they they wanted to get rid of of Gary so bad, but not for nothing. They they just wanted to get something in exchange for Gary. They gave up Geo. I missed Geo this year. Geo, I would have much rather see Geo's at bats. Geo might strike out, might not hit that many home runs, but he'd have a clutch hit. He'd have a clutch home run. He'd have a double in the gap, and he was a fan favorite, but. They, I also feel like they were breaking up the uh, romance, the bromance between Gio and Glaber on the left side of the infield. All right, Glaber, you're not shortstop anymore. Gio, you're out of here. 
We're going to put IKF and Donaldson there. Better than than Glaber and Geo, I guess. Not really. Um, but it is what it is. The Yankees won 99 games. They won a division. They were in the Final Four. With that setup, with watching IKF boot balls, with watching Josh Donaldson stare at pitches over the middle of the plate, they know they got to improve, you know, with Aaron Hicks fielding balls in the outfield in fair territory thinking they went foul and, and not playing them. Like, we all watch that. And there's no way that the Yankees run it back and just say, yeah, we're good. They're not going to waste this first year of Judge. They're not going to waste this first year of Carlos Rodon and all these other 30-somethings that they have with, uh, you know, in their primes with injury history and with short windows to actually be valuable and win a championship. It's now. The Yankees' championship window is closing, if you ask me. I Don't get me on the tangent. I, I, I've been talking about this for a while. Like, one of my biggest fears is that from 2017 when we thought that window opened, and they started making moves to bring in Giancarlo Stanton, to bring in Garrett Cole. Uh, Judge is in his prime. They they make a move to get Rizzo at the deadline, re-sign him. Uh, they they re-sign DJ to a six-year deal. All these guys are over 30 in their primes. They should be ready to compete and win. Now you get this influx of younger talent. You get this shot in the arm of young energy with Volpe, with Peraza, with Cabrera, Pereira, whoever. Maybe even they fast-track Jason Dominguez if he tears it up this season and they can't hold him down but the window is closing one of my biggest fears is that this window closes and we don't know when the next one opens but they're the Yankees they're gonna figure it out they're gonna win games and uh I talked to Matt Blake this week shout out to Matt Blake BXB podcast with Sweeney Murdy check it out just type in BXB wherever you get your podcast we asked Matt Blake a few questions and uh he was a good guest to have I'm, I'm excited about getting into spring training and taking our Yankees podcast into the season. We started it in like September with the judge chase. And then it was a, a quicker end to the postseason than we would have liked. So I'm excited to do the podcast with Sweeney going into this 2023 season and be able to like actually cover the season every week and what happens and the storylines and who is who and what is what and who materializes as uh you know, the starters in certain positions and who gets hurt and who falls off and a uh, different schedule this year with, you know, all the different teams playing each other and different rules this year, rule changes. It's, it's going to be a fun baseball season. It's going to be a little different. It was a little different with the new postseason format that we had last year. Uh, I'm excited for 2023 world baseball classic. All of that is going to be great. And it's, it's about to happen really, really soon, but we got to get through the Super Bowl first. Let's go to Anthony. Up in the Bronx on the fan. What's up, Ant? Hey, Keith. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know if you remember me. Um, Tell me about yourself, Anthony. I don't know. I was the kid that said I don't have any more time left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was funny that you, you signed off. You mic dropped me. You're like, all right, that's all I got. That's my time. <laughs> I didn't mean to. No, nah, but it's, it's funny. It's the radio. It's like, you know, you're calling in and, and you got what you want to say. I don't know. I'm 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 the host that I'm not cutting people off. I'm, I'm letting people get their full thoughts out. And uh, I thought it was funny how you signed off. I wasn't sure if you had more. Oh no! I, I, the only thing I, ha- I forgot to say was good night. Yeah, I don't care. That's perfectly fine. I, I figured you meant good night, or you had some type of uh, salutation. Yeah. Um. So I just wanted to talk about the Knicks. I thought they were gonna blow it tonight. W. Another one. Yeah. A few W's. I feel like the 
thing that solidified it was um Brunson's free throws. Got to knock them down late, always. That has been a little bit of an issue with the Knicks this year and some of those losses. Hey, those free throws are critical down the stretch. Four-point game, got to hit your free throws for sure. Yeah, but not only with the Knicks, with the Nets. uh, If you don't remember, like, I remember I watched this game. When KD, he missed a pair of free throws in the Dallas game, their last Dallas game against the... um, Yeah, he talked about it on his podcast. He's got to be better than that. He is better than that. He has one of the highest uh, free throw percentages in the league. He He's not supposed to be missing those with the game on the line. Yeah. He's one of the greatest shooters. Straight up. He knows. He's seven foot. Man. He's just dropping the ball into the basket. Can't, can't be missing free throws with the game on the line. Yeah, and that's like basically most of the, you know, one of the things that like that. Determines wins and losses. NBA teams. Yeah. NBA teams. Wins and losses. I mean, on the Nets, you've got Nick Claxton and you've got Ben Simmons, who you can't trust late in games. They're just going to hack them. And these guys, they have no confidence. Complete liabilities. Can't close games with them. Um, but I feel like, I mean, over time, I feel like Nick Claxton, I mean, he can knock down a few free throws here and there, but he's inconsistent. Nah, he airballed that one against the Miami Heat, and it made not top ten. He's still struggling with his form a bit. I don't know. It's tough. He He's burned into my memory from the Celtics series last year. It's like you would think he would spend the whole offseason getting a rhythm, getting a routine down, but these guys just – some of them just can't shoot free throws. Giannis is a remarkable uh, you know, story about a guy that really did work on his free throws, and some nights he's on. And a couple years back, he sucked. Like A couple years back, he needed 15 seconds to shoot a free throw, and he still missed it. Uh, and, like – like he takes after the game to like practice on the the free throw yeah. shooting. Yeah, like corny. Billy. I think that's corny. I think it's super corny. Giannis is like, yeah, you know, I just work. I put in the work. You know, I take my shots after the game, bro. Do that. Do that on your home court. You can do that at the <laughs> Pfizer Forum. You can't do that at the Wells Fargo Center. You definitely can't do that at Barclays Center either. Yeah. Now that's um, all you've got. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. I had something more, but I forgot about it. Good night, Keith. Good night. Thank. You. Thanks, man. Young boys. Shout out to all my young boys. Shout out to all the young Jedis, all the young guys rocking with me, listening to the fan on the Odyssey app. You know, you could be listening to podcasts. You could be listening to Lil Pump. You could be doing a bunch of other things. But I appreciate you rocking with me. Okay, time to take a break here. Time is burning. We're about to be in the 10 o'clock hour before we know it. This show only goes till 12. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll take a break here. Please call me up. Let's talk about some more things right after this. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Summertime vibes. Classic song. We'll get there eventually. It's 2023, a couple months. We'll be back in the summer. Fast forward me through the winter, Groundhog's Day, Honksatani Phil, Don't See Your Shadow, or is it 
he has to see his shadow. No, if he doesn't see his shadow, that means winter is, I don't know, I never knew that. Winter is coming in like a lamb or a lion. Ground, let me see, groundhogs, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I get on these tangents sometimes when I come back from break. Like, just give me the summer. Summertime and the living's easy. Punxsutawney Phil. When did they even come up with that? And like the groundhog, like, why a groundhog? Out of, out of all the resources we have, why a groundhog? Well, either way, winter is upon us. Summer seems far away. But baseball season starts in the winter, and then the boys of summer return. Let's talk to Paul down in Memphis, Tennessee on the fan. Hello, Paul. Hey, Keith. It's great to uh, talk with you again. And uh, <laughs> you, you, you just made me laugh out loud about the groundhog, right? Like, we have... Thousands of different species. Why that thing? Yeah, who came up with this? I'm, I'm Googling it. I'm looking at the things that come up. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Well, it, well, it, it doesn't make any sense when there's football in Minnesota, too. So let's go Giants, <laughs> first of all. Yeah, you know? knock them off. Uh, but but um, my uh, my uh, focus of, of, of my question and also just your feedback is based upon our Yankees, right? Um so I've been an avid follower and have been involved with conversations. Although I live here in Memphis, I spend a lot of time in Nashville about the Nashville Stars, right? It's a minority-based group that is trying to make Major League Baseball to a growing city. And our, well, what my favorite Yankee over the past, you know, couple of decades has been Don Mattingly, and he's now an advisor with them. Right. And I'm like, whoa. Well, that just legitimized a lot of things. Although Dave Stewart is leading the entire group, a legitimate, you know, uh, you know, great pitcher and whatnot. I, I want to get your feelings on, you know, so, someone like Don Manley with the, you know, with the panache of being a Yankee, of bringing baseball to a place like Nashville. You know what I think about Donnie baseball? I mean, I always say how I wish I was old enough to see him. I don't, you know, remember him ever stepping in the batter's box. I was just too young. Uh, would have been a great Yankee to root for. But I, I always think that he's ready to step out. I always think that he's ready to hang it up. I always think that, oh, he's old. He's want, he wants to get away from baseball. No, he's a baseball lifer. And uh, when he left the um, Marlins behind, I kind of wanted the Yankees to give him a shot. No, he ends up signing yeah. with the Toronto Blue Jays. But when you hear about this, this is business. This is uh, exciting for baseball. And Donnie Baseball wants to see the game grow, and he wants to be a part of it. Uh, I think I read something about him – uh, is the same group involved with potentially bringing a team to Montreal, or is it just Nashville? The Nashville it's Stars. It's just Nashville. Yeah, it's I think just there's Nashville, another group but... that's that's trying to potentially bring a, bring a team back to Montreal. Uh, sure. Yeah. Let Major League Baseball yeah. ex- expand to 31, 32 teams. Honestly, they should fix uh, Oakland Coliseum and Tropicana Field first before they add any more teams. But yes, a guy oh, like Donnie Baseball, a guy like Don Mattingly, just his name alone, he gets a ton of respect. And he's uh, a legend in baseball. And I, I love to see that he, he's never tired of the game. He's a, a baseball lifer. Yeah, amen. And, you know, the, the thing that happened two nights ago in Oakland where they're not supporting the stadium now makes it very interesting for Major League Baseball because now they want to grow to 32 teams. That means two teams have to move up as expansion. But what happens when the A's move to Vegas, which is the rumor, right now does that mean that tampa bay 
just says, well, forget Montreal. Maybe we just move to, Na- to, to, to uh, Nashville, and we just keep it at 30 teams. It's going to be a really interesting couple of months about yeah. how well that is negotiated, you know? Yeah, I don't know. If those cities want teams to just move from there, I think Tampa's a baseball city, though. They just need to make the stadium not in St. Petersburg. Um, and I think I did see some 3D renderings or some you know future drawings of what they plan on the stadium to look like in, in Tampa recently. I think that yeah. just came out. And then in That's Oakland, right. they just should slide to Vegas. Just go ahead, uh, take the team to <laughs> Vegas, or build them a new new stadium, but not in uh, in Oakland. Like the Warriors built the Chase Center in, in San Francisco. They had Oracle Arena right across the street from uh, the Oakland Coliseum, and they got out of there and they built a palace closer to the city. So That's right. That's right. And full disclosure, uh, I am the architect for the National Star Stadium in Nashville. Oh, nice. And so so I am really, really rooting for that to happen. But just one last thing, and it's something that is fun. Uh, I have been, like, inundated on social media with this group called the Savannah Bananas out of out of Savannah, Georgia. Of course. And I finally, I, I finally watched the ESPN, uh, uh, you know, 30 on 30 or whatever it was, special on what they do. This is the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. How fun are they making this? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm blown away. Uh, you know, well, they're I, awesome. I, 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 yeah, I connected right? with um, Jackson Olsen uh, through my show Off Base. He came on our show, and I already had a uh, Havana Bananas, Savannah Bananas uh shirt from roosevelt's no way yeah when when um <laughs> when i was working with john boy john boy was on them early he went down and, and did a trip there i think during the pandemic i think in 2020 he went down there wow. and saw them and then uh they sent us all shirts and that's when i first saw what it was and yeah they have their own take on baseball and they really do make baseball fun people want to say baseball is not fun i enjoy regular major league baseball i enjoy any level of baseball but they have flaming bats they have fan in- interaction <laughs> where like fans can catch a foul ball and it's an out. Uh, you know, anyone can throw the first pitch. They have dances and, uh, you know, just a lot of things planned. And I think they're just going to get bigger and bigger as more people know about them. I agree with you. Have a great night. Thanks for the call, Paul. Yeah. So I'm looking at, you know, um, how serious is Nashville's Major League Baseball pursuit? And they're talking about Las Vegas, Montreal, Portland, Oregon, and Nashville as the top four spots. For Major League Baseball to expand, good. Grow the game. Make baseball cool again. All of that. This was a huge year for baseball that just passed. And I think they're going to follow it up with a great year. They're star players in big cities. And now more people are paying attention. There's uh, different digital components, different digital ways to watch the game and take the game in. And uh, obviously the gambling aspect and the streaming aspect. You could see baseball on Apple TV+, Plus, Peacock apps and amazon and yeah they're moving the game forward and uh, i've always wanted the game to thrive uh, i was was always rooting for baseball to kind of like you know keep keep afloat obviously nfl is king the nba i feel like has grown a ton in the last 20 30 years and uh yeah i want major league baseball to stay up there and i'd like to see hockey grow too now that i'm into that keith mcpherson on the fan it's almost 10 it's pretty much 10 it is 10 so we got a break We'll hit you with the next update when we come back. More of your calls in the last two hours of my show, KM to AM on WFAN. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.